Hello, everyone, and welcome to the club. It's me, Rachel, and I'm here again with my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, friends. And first, I want to say I w- we apologize for taking last week off. So I'll start with kind of a check-in um, that kind of explains. So we mentioned in the past couple of episodes, we have a friend, a dear friend who lost her mother, and uh, she passed away. She was diagnosed with stage four cancer about four months ago and lost her battle to cancer. And so it was kind of sudden. And we mentioned we went with her, we sat with her, we took her food, we laughed, we cried. And from there, we helped with a raffle to help raise money to do a celebration of life for her brother and her mom. Because as we mentioned before, also, she lost her brother in June. So she's doing a celebration of life to celebrate both of them. So initially, we had started the raffle to raise money to help for her care. And my cousin and I got together and said, well, what can we do? There was a GoFundMe page. And so we said, what else can we do to help? Because this is a friend who we grew up with and who has helped in the community Herself, right? She yes. She a lot for the community. Yes. Her mother, her family, her husband. I mean, this is a family who shows up time and time again mm-hmm. and carries people and has mm-hmm. for years since I've known her. I met her in junior high, I believe. So it was initially to raise money to help for you know her mother's care. And unfortunately, her mom passed away. And so we shifted that raffle to help raise money for the celebration of life. So it happened quickly and we took a week to kind of get the word out, collect items. And let me tell you, the community came through, came through. It was beautiful. It was just amazing. The raffle items. And I want to say thank you so much to my cousin and her husband and their friends and um, I mean, the donations. Yeah, it was amazing. The community. Um, and I thank my cousin and her husband and friends because they're kind of the drive behind gathering and, mm-hmm. and collecting the, the raffle items and asking for donations. And we all were, but they just have a core group of friends and, you know, business associates. And it was just... Well, yeah, because it wasn't her first time. She's done it before yes. also, right? Yes. It, it's overwhelming how generous the community is. Mm-hmm. I mean, so yes, and you're right. She has done this before. And that's what how I came up. We were talking, we said, well, we what can we do? There needs to be mm-hmm. something else besides the GoFundMe page. And so I said, well, what about a raffle? Like when our houses burned down, you helped us with that. And that was a success. And so, I mean, to say the least. Mm-hmm. So they had done it before her and her friend. And so I said, can we do that? And so that's what that, like I said, initially started out to help for care for her. Um, but then we had to shift it. And so in a week, we pulled this off. Okay, gathered, started gathering. We had already been gathering items, but this is when, like I said, my cousin just said, okay, let me just reach out personally and drive to people's homes. And, you know, she's actually in the community. Mm -hmm. And so, so many businesses, so many friends, so many different, you know, people came and donated. And then we sold raffle tickets. And then, so if people weren't donating raffle items, so it's like gift baskets. 
Some people did wellness baskets, skincare baskets. Mm -hmm. There were gift cards to local restaurants. And there was a chainsaw. There was, I mean, you a wine, a good wine collection, a good wine collection, uh, tickets to winery, to local wineries, Mm -hmm. several of those packages. I mean, I can't even think of, Mm -hmm. there was a a Moroccan oil set, Set a Moroccan oil set with a curling iron valued at $200. The eyelashes. The eyelashes. Eyelash extension. I know, that yes. was amazing. An mm-hmm. eyelash extension, you know, um, visit. A gift card to the crystal shop. So again, if I if I keep talking about it, I can remember mm-hmm. remember more right. and more. But the point is that it came from everywhere. Mm-hmm. It the love, the donations, the support Pour. poured in from everywhere, all over the community, from the community. That's what you do mm-hmm. when someone is going through their hardship when someone is going through the worst time in their life. That is what you do. You get up, you show up. How can I help? Do we need to raise money? Mm -hmm. Do we need to help you with, you know, how do you, like when we sat with her and we helped her plan, okay, she's like, I don't even know where to begin. And it's like, okay, open the computer, you talk and I type and just planning out what it would look like. Where do we, you know, location, the venue, X, Y, Z. There's just so much that you can help with. Like I said, send some food. And if you can't make a meal, send a food delivery gift certificate. Just some way, reach out, even if it's a text, because I know, you know, we can't call. Let them know you're there. Yes. For support. Yes. And at the very least, check in. Mm -hmm. Just the text. Check in. Thinking of you today. Thinking of you always. Mm -hmm. Praying for you. You know, let them cry. Let them. And that's what, so that's what her and I have been doing. She she, uh, mentioned she had a little um, kind of a meltdown going through pictures. And I said, yes, you know, right now it's difficult because as the surviving child, you're in charge of making sure that the celebration is the best party of their lives. And so that's all you're focused on right now. You know, the Mm -hmm. venue and the food and, you know, the dancing and, you know, which is, which is awesome. That's the best way to help get through these next, right. you know, few days that leads up to the service, that leads up to the celebration of life. So you're kind of like I told her, you're an autopilot and you're getting you mm-hmm. know things ready. And then you'll do something like look at pictures because you're trying to get a slideshow ready and boom, reality hits, you're grieving. And so we're just checking in like that. You know, how else can I help you? And so we've just been... Uh, helping with the, like I said, we helped with the raffle. We held it at another local business that opened up their doors to us and let us do the raffle there. And it was a success. And now, like I said, she is having a celebration of life for her brother. And her mother. Yes. yes. And as I mentioned, it will be the best party mm-hmm. that they've ever had. And it's to honor them and to remember mm-hmm. them. Yes, to gather and support our friends. And her family. Mm -hmm. So that's why we apologize, sincerely apologize for kind of not being consistent. And I think we took another week off before that. But that's what we've been doing is being there with our friend and helping carry her as she carried us. Yes. Yes. Definitely. So with that being said, I will say that I am emotionally exhausted. Mm -hmm. It did trigger some emotions. I didn't fall off the wagon. But it does trigger emotions. Mm-hmm. So melancholy, for sure. Um, you're crying. Crying for no reason. The sadness. <laughs> yes. Like, I think about her and I think about what she's going it's through. Not that you're not crying for no reason. It's just 
It's emotional. Yes. Right. Yes. Hard. And uh, the reason, I guess what you're saying is like, it's not no reason, but like, you never know the reason, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, you can learn your triggers and there's these triggers right? that you, you can't turn them on and off. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're triggers that you already know you learn, but there are new triggers that happen mm-hmm. with new things that happen in your life. So we'll get to that. But yes. Yeah, so, and then exhaustion. It's just so exhausting to be emotional. Yeah, I guess that's what it is, right? Yes. And it takes a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as we've talked about before with the PTSD, which is what, you know, most of us will have in losing your child or your sibling. True story. You will have PTSD because mm-hmm. of this. So that's like trauma. compound trauma. Mm-hmm. So when someone else, and you know what they're going through, and again, in past episodes, I've talked about this, we've talked about this, when someone dies, you cry for them, you know, it's so sad, you miss them, you love them. But a part of that triggering that PTSD is knowing what this family is about to go to. Mm-hmm. Knowing what this family is about to go through, go excuse through. me, exactly. Yeah. That's that physical right. pain right there. I know. Like, oh, that hurts so much to know I that know. this person. You want to you hold them? Yes. I know. Like, oh, they're only in week one. Oh, they're only in week two. Oh, she's just about to do this and, mm-hmm. you know, hasn't even gone through the firsts yet. And so just knowing what they're going through. So it's exhausting. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. And so this is the first time I feel, I mean, We've been present before, you know, in other deaths and and been there for people. But I feel like this is the first time since Rudy's past that I've been able to actually be by someone's side like this. Yes. That's what it is. We've been able to Mm -hmm. walk alongside her. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because in the past, like I said, the, the very few funerals that I am able to attend very difficult it's like like you know my friend from college we went and there it was so packed and we knew it would be packed and we were outside and so that was able to you know i didn't have to see him i didn't mm-hmm. i don't know there's i haven't been, I, like i said even the few that i can name that i've been able to go to I, i'm just there i sign my name i say my condolences to the family but i haven't been able to walk with them it's almost so hard to think of walking up to them looking them in the eyes yes because you already know the pain is there and yes it's so it's so hard yes you can't do it because you look in each other's eyes and you know and you know you just know yes you just know yes and so like one funeral i will say we had the a neighbor that lived across the street when rudy passed away in the house that we lived in at the time and she, I, I mentioned this in previous episode. She was there and she, right. you know, when I was crying outside and she was going to work, she's like ran over. What happened? What happened? What's wrong? And I told her. And, and so anyway, fast forward to um, three years ago and she lost her son. And so when she lost her son, that was a funeral. I sent, you know, we sent flowers and I was in touch with her. I was communicating with her through text, you know, and I couldn't go to the funeral. We, we couldn't, couldn't go, go to that funeral. It was just too difficult. Was so that was too... Hard. So there's certain relationships, cer- certain people I can't even go to. But the ones that I have gone to, it's like on the sidelines, right? Mm-hmm. There, like I said, condolences, sign my name because I want to show you that I'm here that for we're you. Here. But this is the first time that we've been able to actually like walk through it with her. Yeah. with someone and so that is why i feel like we're going through these kind of emotions mm-hmm. exactly but i'm just happy that we're finally able to be there for be her there yes and so happy yes and help her understand help her, yes. what she's going through and she has uh, an enormous mm-hmm. amount of 
support. So I'm happy for her in that sense. So emotionally exhausted, melancholy, sad, crying for, I don't know, a commercial, a song that comes on the radio. Like I said, the holidays are coming up. So that adds to it. And so let's shift over to, like I said, it was kind of leading to what we're going to talk about, which are milestones that trigger grief. So if they don't trigger your depression rehab, at the very least, they can still trigger your grief. So recently we baptized my son and we had a celebration afterwards and I was so excited and happy. And again, we're busy, right? Anytime mm-hmm. you're planning something like this, you're just preoccupied, just getting everything ready. Is the cake? Did I order this? What time do I pick up that? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I was fine. And then I went over to, I drove to your house by myself because we were going to go ahead of time to set up things. So I'm on my way to your house. And I started thinking about, first, I started thinking about my friend. I started thinking about her brother and again, started thinking about what she's going through right now, thinking about her mom. And then I started thinking about my brother and I started thinking about all the family and friends that we'd be seeing. And some of them we haven't seen in a while. So I was starting to get excited. And then from there, my brain started thinking about my son and, you know, his face pops in my mind and I smile. And then I started thinking about like, how my brother would be right beside us. He would be right there and he Mm -hmm. would be so excited and be so happy and he would have so much fun hanging out with his nephew. He would have been the greatest uncle. Yes. Oh, yes. He. I mean, he was just so good with kids and yes and then to for it to be you know my son and his nephew yes that would have just been his joy Mm -hmm. and so i just started thinking about you know like he would have been here and then all of a sudden boom it hits i started sobbing bawling i mean whatever you want to call it it was on Mm -hmm. and i could not stop it And it was just those thoughts that led to it, right? It's like, oh, my friend, and it's horrible what she's dealing with. And then just made me think of my brother. And I can't tell you enough how much I still miss him. And it will never go away. And we tell each other and we tell ourselves and people tell us, right? But he is here with you. And I get that. No doubt about that. We believe that. We've already talked about that. We believe that we will see him again. So I know he's with us. I know he's guiding us. I know he's at the party. I get it. But it doesn't change the fact that I want him here, right here. And it's that, and I don't know if any of you out there can relate with this, but it goes from just like an emotional pain to a physical pain Mm -hmm. where my heart just feels like it's being clenched. I can feel it getting heavier and heavier by the second. And that's when I knew like, this is not just a regular cry. This is, I'm so, so what happens is I'm realizing that I'm, you know, this is a milestone in my life, in my son's life. And he's not going to be here. And I think like other milestones that I've hit in life, it's me by myself. And I've been able to learn how to live with that. But with my son, And just knowing how special, you know, that relationship would have been and just... I think we go through like, he's really not here. Even though we've not had him for 12 years. Yeah. You still have to relive that again. Right. Really? 
he's not here, God, really? Yes. I mean, that's what I do. I, sometimes I, I have to stop thinking because that's yes. what I do. I say, really, Rudy, you're not here? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, even though it's 12 years, I still... That doesn't go away. It doesn't that go does away. Not go that away. panic sets in. Yes. Like, really? Yes. And that's what it is. That panic sets in. And it's like, there you, you go with that PTSD. It. It's triggering stuff. And you're having, because again, like learning how to live with it, it does, it's a process. You are forever until you reunite with this person mm-hmm. are forever going to be learning how to live with this pain. And we're human. And so things are going to come up where you have to stop and say, okay, I'm going to have to address this. Mm-hmm. I have to deal with it. I have to talk about it, cope with it. It doesn't matter 10, 12, 15, 20, 30 years. I mean, I just read someone recently on the, the post said they had lost their brother 25 and a half years. And they were really? still struggling and, and still crying and still thinking about it because the holidays are coming yeah. up. And, and he had mentioned the same thing. My kids, my kids are starting to ask about him now. You know, they don't remember him anymore. And, you know, they were younger when he passed. So it's just, it doesn't change. It doesn't change. I mean, he's 25 and a half years into it. That doesn't go away. Milestones will happen and it will trigger Mm -hmm. the grief, right? Recognizing it again, like recognizing other triggers is going to help you with it. But that first set on of learning a new trigger. (laughs) Yeah, you're going through it again. And so that's exactly what happened. The panic set in. Oh my goodness. I have a son. I have a a new family, a new life, right? We talked about it's a new book. He's in the book because he was in book one, but in the sequel, like, you know, in part two, he's, he's only in it in a memory memory. He's not in it physically. Mm -mm. And so it's a reminder of that. And that's a great way to put it. The panic sets in. Oh my gosh. Like I'm actually surviving this. I'm actually living without him. Oh my goodness. He's really not here. He's really not here. And you can't, there's nothing you can do to change that. No. And then I started thinking like, I'm not even kidding. I'm sorry. I started going as far as like, oh my gosh, when I get to a certain age, I will have lived half my life without him. You know, if he died when I'm 30, like, okay, well, then when I'm 60, I'm going to be saying half of my life was without him, mm. but it will never feel like that. Does that make sense? Like maybe the time wise feels like that. Maybe, I don't know, but it will never feel like he was not a part of your a life, a part of all of my life, even though he's only here in spirit. It will never feel like if I die when I'm 100. And even though I only had him for 30 years, it won't feel like that. It will feel like I've had him my whole life. And I don't know, because we, you know, we hold on to the memory. Mm -hmm. We hold on to his legacy. We keep continuing it. But, or just the love that we have for each other and the bond. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. You know. Bond we have with each other. So milestones. I'm bawling, sobbing. I couldn't stop. And usually like if I cry on the way to your house, because like I said, sometimes coming to record, I'll start thinking about, you know, our episode and cry. But usually when I, by the time I get here, I, I'm done. You're okay. I stop. Yeah. yeah. But this one, it just, it would not turn off. So I parked my car, jump out of the car. You were outside with dad and we had a family member uh, staying with us from out of town to come celebrate with us. And so I remember you guys were outside and I'm just looking for you, right? Because I don't want anyone to think what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. happened. And so I look for you and you're the first person I seen. So perfect. I grab you and you're like, what's wrong? Are you okay? And then I pull you to the side and then I just told you, I don't, I don't know. know I, I miss my brother. Yeah. The emotions that I'm feeling right now, I don't know why. It's yeah, like a floodgate. 
Yes. Came. It was like a flood of emotions. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. I seen you. And I was like, Yeah, dude, okay, yes, because it wasn't just sad. It was yeah, like, it was and I kept telling, I remember I kept telling you, like, I'm okay, I'm okay, like, everything's going to be fine. I'm okay. I'm going to go to this party. Like, we're going to go do this. I, mm. But for some reason, I can't turn this off right now. And it was just, I just kept saying, I remember, like, I miss him. I just wish he were here. I miss him so much that my heart is, so, it, it's hurting That's right now. What it is. And you're like, I don't know if I'm, like, I said, a genie in a bottle. I I don't know like you just want to mm-hmm. like your brain to forcefully wish this person here no like oh. so much that you have a panic attack mm-hmm. and please if you can relate to this right mm-hmm. you wish this person here so much like you can have a freaking panic, panic attack, attack thinking about like oh, i just want to reach out and touch him and I yeah. think that's what I was going through is like, I just want him here. here. I want him here. I want him here now. But now. And he's not here. But I'm going to be okay because I have to go, you know, host right? the party. And But I couldn't turn it off. You said it was okay. Like, just let it out. It's okay. Because mm-hmm. I kept trying to stop it. I think that was the issue. Yeah. I kept trying to stop it. I told it. you, don't do that. Just, just go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. And then I went out to dad. That's what made me go out to dad. Mm-hmm. And then dad said, what's wrong? You know, and I said, I just miss him. I just miss him. And then my dad hugged me. And we just held on to each other. And he said, I know I miss him too. I miss him too. And we just hugged, you know, for seemed like a few minutes. And we just held each other. And we just kept saying, and I buried my head in his chest. Together, we just kept saying, I miss him too. And I looked at, you know, my cousin who was here from out of town and she's like getting the ice chest ready. And, you know, (laughs) I just- Trying to keep busy. (laughs) Yeah. And I just said, I'm okay. I kept saying, I'm going to be okay. I'm okay. Everything's fine. I promise. I said, I'm so glad I haven't put my mascara on yet. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, it was, yeah, the emotions of like up and down and Mm -hmm. like so many. It wasn't just sadness because I was excited. But that was okay to acknowledge that because you can't just carry that all day long. No saying out loud you know you have to say it out loud yeah to tell the person next to you yeah hey i feel this right now yes i I just don't 100 percent. i agree don't i agree and this is why we say find your people Mm -hmm. because it might just have to be through a text because there are going to be some people that you'd say that to and they look at you like a deer in the Mm -hmm. headlight or like they've seen a foreign object they don't understand and they don't know what to say and it's not their fault like we've said, fortunately, you've never been in this situation or this club or you don't know. But you have to find someone who you can be able to mm-hmm. say that to. And that's why I said the first person. I have a safe space anyway with you and dad. Right. And, and even I, our cousin who was here. I might, We have. That was fine with that. But I kept trying to stop it. Yeah. For just, I don't know. I didn't want to make anyone else feel uncomfortable or or even though it's you guys, right? I didn't want it to I didn't want to bring it down. Like, I don't want to make this a somber moment. But you no, guys reminded not. me like, it's yeah, okay. It's okay. We're hitting a heat. We all miss him like that. Yeah. We're hitting milestones in our family. And he's not here. And so, yeah, like my mom said, don't be afraid to, whoever it is, reach out to them and tell them, I'm having a panic attack today. Mm -hmm. I am like, ooh, heard a song. I feel nauseous. I'm sticking my head out the window. Uh I feel like I'm going to pass out. Or part of your anxiety. anxiety. That's part of all the emotions we live with now. Mm I'm feeling, I watched a, a movie on TV and it triggered this and now I'm sad. Mm-hmm. I want to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Tell someone, definitely talk about it and, and find a safe space that you can do that. Yeah. So that's what we wanted to talk about today is again, so far into it, we're still learning that this is a new trigger. And here's a, I don't know if it's a tip or here's something I just thought of. Whenever we have these kind of family events, milestones, celebration. We can always bring a picture of him. Right? Yes. I know we forget. I think we should start doing that. I know we've seen this at weddings. But I like, know. why not? 
I don't mind if you don't mind. I don't like, mind. And I don't care who minds. Oh, I don't. Really? <laughs> so yes. That's what I want to say to you out there. If you're having this kind of issues like we are, where milestones trigger things, like it doesn't have to be a shrine. It doesn't have to be an altar. Right. <laughs> or if you want it to be, I don't care. Do it. Mm-hmm. Whatever need you need to do to help cope and deal and heal right right but for sure if you want to bring something of that you know theirs that reminds you you could put it in your pocket their favorite right you don't something. have to let everyone see yes. it if you don't feel comfortable with that but exactly. that's exactly whatever if you want to put a special chair for that person that's fine too exactly and then it doesn't have to be a wedding so mm-hmm. like right there if we want to bring a picture and just a little picture in a frame mm-hmm. and put it right there just to remember him mm-hmm. and that's what you can do right so many different things you can do you can do it like that or something subtle and no one has to know Mm -hmm. either whatever is comfortable for you Mm -hmm. that's what you do don't worry about what anyone else thinks they're not in your shoes do what's comfortable for you and i mean this is your child if you want to remember your child no you will remember your child every day talk about them every Mm -hmm. day Think about them every day. Show their picture every day. Mm -hmm. That's your child that you Mm -hmm. lost. That's your sibling that you lost. Mm -hmm. Yes, do it. And I don't care who gets uncomfortable with it. Right. Okay, so I do want to say, oh, mom wanted to talk about the pictures. Yes, I wanted to thank my sister-in-law because, oh my God, this is going to be hard. So we lost everything in the fire, everything, every, you know, pictures of my children when they were little. She showed up with a box of pictures. At a event we had. And I was so grateful to have those pictures. I just wanted to say thank you if you're listening. Yeah. Because it meant a lot to me. Because we don't have anything, you know? Yeah. And to see my babies in pictures like that again, I just, it's so heartwarming. I love it. I just wanted to say that shout out to you. Okay, thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. And you sent me pictures the next day. I did. A few pictures. You guys were nuts, right? <laughs> There's one, and I'm hitting a piñata. I must have been like four years old at a birthday party. With their beautiful little red shoes. And he's he's right there. He's right there watching you. And he's kneeling down. Mm-hmm. And like he's ready to jump in, and his yeah. eyes are on me. And you can tell that he's taking care of me. He mm-hmm. like, doesn't want me to get hurt. He's like, you know, because what happens with the piñata, like... <laughs> yeah, stuff the- flies everywhere. <laughs> You know, and they got that little bat watching you, making sure that nothing's going to fly out of your hand. (laughs) And the kids, when if you actually hit, break the piñata, they all swarm in. Right. (laughs) But you can see him in the picture. He's got his eyes on you. Yeah, yes. he's hovering and kind of, like I said, he's kneeling, like like in a stance, like ready to pounce, <laughs> like if he needs to jump in yeah. and save me. Or And there's another picture where we're being silly with another cousin. We don't have pictures, like baby pictures. And yeah, so, going, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. And so now we leave you with our song of the week. And it is a song by Mariah Carey, and it's called Bye Bye. And if I'm not mistaken, again, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was written for like after her grandmother passed away. Mm -hmm. So it's a beautiful song. I love this song. So let's go over some of the lyrics and then we can talk about it. This is for my people who just lost somebody. Your best friend, your baby, your man or your lady. Put your hand way up high. We will never say bye. 
mamas, daddies, sisters, brothers, friends, and cousins. This is for my people who lost their grandmothers. Lift your head to the sky, because we will never say goodbye. I never knew I could hurt like this, and every day life goes on. I wish I could talk to you for a while, miss you, but I try not to cry. As time goes by, and it's true that you've reached the better place, still I'd give the world to see your face and be right here next to you. But it's like you've gone too soon, and the hardest thing to do is say bye. And you never got a chance to see how good I've done, and you never got to see me back at number one. I wish that you were here to celebrate together. I wish that we could spend the holidays together. I remember when you used to tuck me in at night with the teddy bear you gave me that I held so tight. I thought you were so strong, you'd make it through whatever. It's so hard to accept the fact that you're gone forever. So, I mean, pretty self-explanatory, but you know, why we chose this song or why this helps with healing or grieving. It's just a beautiful song that speaks the truth. It's mm -hmm. for everyone. If you've lost someone, again, we've talked about it's not necessarily the person, it's the relationship you had with mm -hmm. that person. But we don't have to justify our grief. Never feel like you have to justify your grief. So it's for everyone, your best friend, your baby, your man, your lady, mommies, daddy, sisters, brothers, friends, cousins, everyone lift your hand way up high to the sky because we will never say goodbye. And again, I know you're in a better place, but I would give anything to see your face. And, you know, you're gone too soon. I wish we could celebrate together. I wish you could spend the holidays together. I remember when you used to tuck me in at night. This one for me really hits home. I remember when you used to tuck me in at night with the teddy bear you gave me that I held so tight. That for me is it. So when I was in second grade, I had to have an operation uh, right under my ear. There was a cyst there. And I remember we were going to my class, second grade class was going on a field trip. And I was so excited because my teacher used to play classical music mm -hmm. and she got us all into this music and we we're going to the symphony and my operation fell on the day that the day of the field trip so I wasn't able to go and so I remember going into surgery and then coming out and waking up and he was there my brother was there mm -hmm. and I remember you guys had stopped on the way to the room and he picked out a teddy bear for me yeah he did <laughs> and it was a, a nice bear Real fuzzy mm -hmm. and like a good size. And I remember, I don't know if it was the nurse or who, you or, you know, but you had put the face mask around him. And I remember he came in with the teddy bear and he gave it to me. Yeah, because he wanted to give it to you. He told us, I'm going to give it to my sister. I said, all right, here. <laughs> We're like, yeah. He picked it out. He picked it out. And he knew that I was, you know, not only just coming out of surgery, but he knew that I was very sad because mm -hmm. I wasn't able to go on the field trip. And that line reminds me, he was my older brother and yeah, he would tuck me in at that. night and we would. I had forgotten about that, but that's, yeah, that's a beautiful memory right there. And I remember he would like tuck me in at night and you guys would tuck me in, but it was, <laughs> you know, cause we had bedtime and our you rooms, guys had like a little secret code. Yeah, or we something. had like, we had our rooms across from each other and then the living room was like down the hallway. So you guys would unwind and watch tv watch your shows and we would be in our rooms you know having to go to sleep but yeah we would like kind of sneak back and forth mm -hmm. we would just read and talk we always talk my brother and i talk so much and that's one of the things i miss the most about him 
is just talking up. Like I say, you know, I know a lot of you can relate to that because I hear that a lot. I read that a lot is I just want to talk to him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we would just lie in bed. And like I said, Saturday mornings before there were cartoons 24 seven and before you would get up and we would just talk since we were kids. And then as we grew up and grew into adults, we would still talk. Only we would talk about future and plans Mm -hmm. and politics and religion and <laughs> like our views the world and the world yeah. current events and mm-hmm. snl even yes. like it wasn't always serious i'm just saying Grey's that. anatomy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah he would like we would even get him to watch some of our shows because it was just him wanting to hang out with us and so it's just one of those memories of mm-hmm. us talking mm-hmm. just talking <laughs> so yeah that comes up when i hear that song i always think about that teddy bear he got me and that memory, the pain is there and I live with it. So, yeah, but I love my brother. I miss him with all my heart and soul. And I can't imagine what you go through or what parents go through. So once again, we're here with you, mm-hmm. not just for you, but we're here with you. I can't emphasize enough that, you know, I know they say like things not to say when someone passes, when, you know, when someone's grieving and like, I understand you, but we're in the same club. I understand what you're going through. It may be different circumstances in the way that our people pass and mm-hmm. their deaths and, and the, what led up to it. I mean, everything's different, but the pain is the same. Right. And so when I say to you that we are here with you, we carry you, we understand you, we hear you, please believe us because we completely understand the pain, the grief, and living with it, having to rebuild, constantly rebuilding. But just know that you're not alone. We are in this club together. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate, and we can't wait to hear from you. Mio, for Happy sure. Dia de los Muertos. Yes, yeah. If you made your altares, if you made your ofrendas, put out a picture, beautiful. Happy Dia de los Muertos. We miss our people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We miss our people. They will never be forgotten. Your memory, your legacy lives on forever. Thank you, everyone. Until next time. Bye, everyone.